this good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are watching, maybe listening to another edition of Blue Splits. Um, today, going to be another early edition. I know the last one was an early edition. Again, not sure when this is coming out. This is the morning of February 3rd. Um, so I'm not really going to talk about current news because by the time you guys are listening to this, it's probably a couple of weeks later, whatever it may be. Um, with that being said, though, pumping out a lot of content. I think but today is Thursday. So Tuesday, I did Thibodeau. Thursday, today, I'm doing Equano. Friday, tomorrow, I'm doing Neil. And I think on Saturday, I'm going to pump out Carl Loftus too. Um, and then by the time Saturday rolls around, I'll probably have watched uh, Jermaine Johnson and maybe started, uh, maybe have started Linderbaum and or Sauce Gardner or whoever else I'm watching. Um, so busy week. Again, wife's gone, pumping out content you know, make it easier for myself in the future. Um, so really excited to get in some of these guys. Aquano today is uh, probably the most fun I've had watching a prospects film in a little bit uh, this year and last year. Uh, I love, I love, love, love the way he plays. He has some technical things to work on, which um, we'll talk about. I'll give you the little list at the end too um, for Aquano. Um, last night was, again, by the time I listened to this, it's probably two weeks ago or whatever, but Last night was um, the first time I've ever did a, a live stream. I did it by myself, which is cool. I'm fine with that. I still talk for th over three hours. Um, but I took a lot of questions from you guys. We had a lot of good, I think, discussions about you know football and who to take, who not to take, all this stuff. And you guys shared your opinions. I shared mine. And then I think we had like six or seven people call in. Uh, we had Elias and Afram. Um, we had uh, Solomon. We had Joey. We had Zeus. Um, there's somebody else I'm, I'm missing. Uh, Mike. I think there's maybe one other, hopefully I'm not missing the other, the other one, but at least six or seven people is freaking awesome. So I plan on doing that more. Um, like I said, the only thing is with my schedule, I don't work just on Monday through Friday, my schedule rotates. So it's hard for me to have like one lockdown day, uh, Tuesday or the Thursday night, every other week, six to eight, I can always do. Um, but when it comes to the live stream, the people calling in, I do want to make it eight to 10. Um, just because maybe six to eight, I'll figure it out. You just stay, just stay tuned. Keep, keep the notifications on for YouTube and you'll see me go live. You know, that's that, that, and I'll try to promote it a couple of days before Twitter, or whatever. Um, but just stay tuned because I, I have a moving schedule. I worked, I wish Monday through Friday, you know, Monday through Friday. And I knew the days I'm going to have and the times I'm going to have off all the time, but that's just not how my, uh, it's just not how my life works with that stuff. So, um, let's see, four, I have 44 plays of Aquano. Yeah, I got to run. I got, I got a little bit of running around to do today. So this is going to be one of those ones where it doesn't matter for you guys, but it matters for me. I think I'm going to do like first half, second half later on in the day. Uh, let's see here. Um, I just got to organize something. All right. <clears throat> so first play. First play. I'm just going to organize my screen. This there. That there. And where is that? This over here that should work all right um again the, the reason i said one of the most fun prospects i've watched is because his his aggression is 
I've never seen it personally matched. I've um, obviously the Jets haven't drafted a ton of offensive linemen, but I've watched a, a decent amount of offensive linemen. And obviously I've watched offensive linemen in passing of watching other prospects offensively. Um, off the top of my head, he's the most aggressive offensive lineman I've seen in the last, you know, three, four years of legitimate, like watching, watching film. Um, so it's really, really fun. Um, he does not give up on any reps. You'll, you'll see uh, here, which the running play, they're, they're running. Um, looks like they're, looks like they're running RPO and he's like the conflict. Like if, if he stays in, they're going to run some type of slant or snag or whatever it is over to this side. So he's run, he's run blocking. And again, with an inside, with an inside zone, a tighter zone play, he just wants to keep his inside leverage. Um, so he's going to be pretty patient to the inside, which, which he does. Yeah. There's no reason to chase there. If he wants to go outside let him go outside. So I like the fact that he's, that he's, that he's patient and kind of takes like that, that sort of like a brace step, brace steps are typically backwards like this, but when he's kind of angling off to the outside, it works the same as like a brace step. Um, right there from, from, um, Equanu lands. I can't tell where his left hand lands, but his right hand lands somewhere on the inside. And then again, you're going to see that you're going to see the power as he extends them. And then you're just going to see him continue with it, continue with it, continue with it, throw him to the ground. And this is literally the first play I watched. And I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. I like that already. So again, good angle, good understanding of, of the, of the blocking scheme. Doesn't do anything crazy right here, but I do like the fact that he lowers his base, has good leverage, is working off his insteps right there. That's all positives. And then you're seeing him again, run down his guy. You're always going to see him doing that. Very, 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 very rarely. I can think off the top of my head where he's like, oh, that, no, I can't even think of a play where he was lazy. I, I can't. I don't know. He was shed right here, I guess. Let's see. And there was plenty of plays where like that were just him with high effort. But I'm not going to put on because it didn't really serve any purpose of showing it. But uh, right here, he was shed. Yeah, the, the, so he does that. So I, I saw it a couple times more early in, in, in his uh Season, which by the way, I always I always say which games I watched. And for these guys, again, I'll preface it. I've been I've been watching three or four games of the prospects. If they're drafted, another review will come out um, of one of these top guys, and I'll do the rest of their of the rest of their stuff. I watched Clemson, obviously FSU and Wake Forest for uh, Icky, just to be transparent. There's sometimes when he's when he's driving guys at second level. He he doesn't he doesn't always necessarily like climb that tree again. Work off your insteps. Have a nice like shoulder shoulder width base, so you're able to move. You know to react to lateral movements. Sometimes he's a little bit shallow, and you can and you can see him pulled off his spot because of that. And a couple times on the outside zone, I've seen him just kind of latch on that inside arm and just run them outside without ever getting the or without ever um, making contact with the with the outside arm. Um, so that's a few times I've seen that he he has to, he has to try to get contact with with. Uh, the other hand here, he has to flip his hips, get contact because he's leaning a lot into this arm. His arm is defeated. Um, obviously, going to be very, very off balance, and it's much easier to defeat one arm than two arms. Uh, that's that's pretty obvious. So he needs to work on that a little bit. You don't you don't want to just see him try to run out with one hand because he gets shed right there. God doesn't make the tackle, but <clears throat> again, at this point, get outside, left hand. That's that's great, and now kind of just square up like base block your guy and let him read him. If he's in a, if he's going to widen cuts inside, if he spikes inside, bounce it, you know, but you can't, you can't just run him outside with one hand. 
again, leads to the shed right here for, for him. So there's some technical things he has to clean up for sure. Um, which you'll see throughout the review, but keep them moving. Make him attack hit a pancake here, here. Obviously he's going to be left tackle every time. I don't really to tell you that he did play. I believe the, 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 this exact snap count is 300 reps at left guard. Um, not sure if that was this year, last year or whatever. Maybe I watch all the games and he'll be, he'll be at guard, which I obviously want to save. So I think he does fit in initially for the jets as a right guard. Does he ever switch a tackle? I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, I, I think personally, if you draft him, you know, uh, and he, and he's a great guard, don't move him. I'm, I'm fine with just having a great guard. You know, I get tackle versus guard. I, I get the positional importance thing, but again, as I stated in the past, I think people somewhat overrate it where yeah, you prefer to have a tackle over guard, but if the guard is a great leave met guard, let's not try to risk throwing him out the tackle. He's already great at one position and he learned that in his rookie year. So, um, he projects to be a guard for the jets. If he is drafted at four, which to me, Personally, right now, if Aiden Hutchinson and Thibodeau are gone, um, he's probably my pick at four. Even though <clears throat> I will be, I will be. It's, Carl Office is impressive. The thing that's concerning about not, not even concerning, like I think his athletic ceiling, you could raise some questions about. He doesn't have the greatest bend flexibility, or not not flexibility. It's really it's really bend and arm length. Like his flexibility is fine. Um. And his ability to change direction, like in the middle of a play, is really good too. His lateral is not great, so like, but but him like kind of like changing just one way to the other, like quick short bursty steps are good. But like overall lateral athleticism, tackle radius, you know, bend isn't there. But he's still really really clean, um, which we'll talk about. But still, getting I don't want to get off on a whole thing about who I'm taking at four. Um, but with that being said, uh, right now I'd probably take Aquano if those other two guys are gone. So I think this is a pretty important review. Um, attack hit pancake right here. Again, so looks like you have another RPO situation or you do have another RPO situation. They're run blocking. And because it's an inside zone split, he doesn't have to worry about the, the email on this side, the MN on the line. So he's blocking down, um, on a combo to the, um, to the backer. And thing I always talk about like this offensive lineman and, and you'll you, I told this a lot with Moses, uh, obviously Morgan Moses for the Jets. He attacks really, really high on these guys and doesn't create a lot of movement. You want to ideally attack that hip. The hip is your center of gravity. If you attack the hip, they're go that's that's the best place you can get them to move. You know, you, you, you can hit a guy up top and if he's flexible and he's strong, he's going to absorb that with his upper half. His base isn't going to move. You want to move that base. You want to define that gap. So attack that hip. There's a nice job leverage. Tight elbow into the hip. Extension. Moves him, doesn't overcommit to it, squares up his guy, gets hands on. So obviously, yeah, it's a pass. But if this were to be a run, you know, he just moved this guy. Now he blocked this guy. That gap's open, obviously. You know, we don't have to worry about 47. That, that has nothing to do with Iquano. But really good play by him right there. I actually want to see if I said uh, he doesn't move to the second level square. I, I, I'm, trying to, I'm starting to forget now because I just watched Neil too. So because there he does. There there he kind of he, he kind of see how he climbs square hands on and like climbs that tree kind of, you know, that good knee bend in steps, both hands on. So that's an example of what I just said he did. He didn't do. So I want to see, I, I got to watch it more throughout the review and then see my notes I put on them because you start watching so many guys so quickly, you, you forget, like I've already watched, and this was just a few days ago. I finished this. I've already watched Neil and Carl Loftus and I'm already starting to think about Jermaine Johnson. <laughs> that's a problem with kind of with kind of a uh, shotgunning reviews. Um, 
overset. Yeah, this is his his oversets and uh, his two hand punches are his biggest problem. I would say in pass pro, um, you, you, you know, ideally, typically, you want that outside foot to split because then you could both play the outside and the inside. When you overset, this foot gets too far outside and you open up the inside a lot. So he does that um, enough where it's it's a, it's a weakness for him. And he also punches two hands uh, very, very frequently, if not all the time, um, which is great if they land. But if you miss on a two-handed punch, you're, you're committing a lot to that punch. If, you're, if, you're, if your hands don't land, your hips are locked, you know, where instead you want to do one-two and you can, you can react more. You, know, you have more time to react with that, with that second punch and you're not just throwing all of your weight into one punch. You know? So if it lands, it's the best. If it doesn't land, um, again, you're, it's risky proposition and guys will start to understand that you're going to two-hand punch a lot in the NFL and they're going to start to, to, to smack you around. So he's not going to do this in the NFL, the two-handed punch all the time. I severely doubt that. Again, beat inside, overset. And, and, that's, and that's a relative – again, see the two-handed punch thing comes, which, which is probably coming because he gets his face crossed. But you see how he's like almost square with him right here? The problem with that now is, okay, you're square. If he can time that, he knows on film you're going to do that, this is way too open. Again, you want him to be at the end of this about here. But he knows this extra step is coming because he's oversetting, so that he's, he's going he's gonna to take it inside. Like, this is fine position. Uh, like, that's, that's okay. But you have to kind of run your feet at this point and, and make him make a decision because now you're, you're, you're pretty much splitting his body perfectly with your outside shoulder. If he cuts inside, obviously you have enough, you have enough reaction time to square up on it. Um, and if he goes outside, run him outside. But when you're oversetting, now you're pretty much even the inside, the inside's way too easy for, for defender here. If they can like time it with like a club, yeah, club rip right there. Um, so it's a relatively easy fix. I, I think oversetting, I don't think it's anything that's, that's going to be brutal. You just have to, you just have to wrap it, wrap it, wrap it, wrap it. Tell them to split them. Um, <clears throat> aware of run angles. Yeah, this is something I really like about his game for the most part. Um, aware of run angles, discipline, left tackle. Again, he doesn't, for a guy who's like, sometimes his aggressiveness hurts him. Um, but in terms of run angles, where the run is supposed to go and knowing the most immediate threat to the running back and the angles he has to take to, to, to his primary um, blocking assignment are all pretty good. Like again, here, inside tight zone. If it's inside tight zone, if this guy runs up the arc and around, it's really not going to affect the run play that much. So with this being a relatively, you know, a, a big gap with a four eye that, that the four eye can shoot through, um, he kind of, I don't know if he stepped, does he step down a little bit? Not zero step. He kind of, he kind of just braces again with that, with that, with the outside foot this time. But he's just really just holding his spot. So if he does penetrate, He's gonna get hands on, let you know, um, kind of hold him up enough so so now the guard can get there, and then now if this guy's taking a hard angle inside, okay, he's there. If he takes if he takes an angle outside, he he dropped he dropped his foot, so he has an angle to take to the guy. Like his hips are gonna be opened up to this guy, but he's also like hand checking him the the four eye to assist the guard. So it's it's a, it's a really nice like, it's simple, but it's 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 nice. Again, aware of that guy. Don't let him shoot that B gap. Okay, now get eyes on your threat. Fine. Then he gets hands on him and drives him because that's, that's just a Quanu. He kind of gets ripped down into it, but now hands on rolls those hips. Does it always typically does a good job of rolling the hips, drive him outside, drive him outside, drive him outside. He's, he's always going to do that. Um, so another good play by him. 
make a mindset uh, tackle. Yeah, mindset. So they all. So you have a um, looks like a, like a half slide from the from the center to the left to the left tackle. So they're all sliding to the left. So it's not like. You know, again, there's a difference between zone blocking and man blocking. Man blocking, he set like this to this guy. Okay, then, I'm, then then it's a problem. But zone blocking, you know, similar as man coverage, zone coverage. If 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 he's sliding outside, he's going to his zone. If this guy's in the knife inside, it's the guard's responsibility. So he slides outside. No threats there. Nobody blitzes. Whoever's out here, eyes get back inside. Eyes get back inside. Running back goes to pick up um, number forty-seven right here, and obviously now he's in a he's in a you know, drop that plow, drop the hammer. Plow is full commit. Hammer is not full commit. So you full commits. So it's like a plow. It's, it's not, it's not really a big difference in terms of the terminology there, but plows them. Bang. <laughs> yeah. And his power is, is really, really good. That burst, that power right there. And then again, okay, he's on the ground. I don't give a shit. He, oh, he's always looking for extra hits on guys. He, he does not, he hates defenders. Doesn't linebackers, corners, Safeties, D tackles, nose tackles, DNs. He, he hates everybody. Love that. It's some like old school football shit. I I really like I really like what he brings. Um, next play. Oop, mindset again. Which, by the way, the uh, the stream yard last night with the uh, the sharing and stuff is awesome. Like the getting to talk to people and actually highlighting comments. Like I feel like people, it makes people more engaged because their, their, their comments can get highlighted. So it brings them up. I can read them there. Everybody else can see them. So I don't have to just read them out. Um, the column was awesome. Definitely plan on doing that. Well, I don't know when, let's do the next one. What might be. I don't, I don't, it's probably already past that time. Honestly, you guys are talking about time. You guys are watching this. Oh, next. And two Wednesday nights, Wednesday, the, the 16th, I might be doing it again. Yeah, I think so. February 16th, I think I'll do it. Cool. I prefer it to be Wednesday nights. Right? Yeah. Um, that doesn't really matter. But So this play is just about mindset. I'm not breaking down really anything in terms of the he's, – he's, he's bypassing this guy because there's that sifter again, and he climbs to the second level on this run play, um, which is an RPO, sorry. But run play, RPO. Again, I guess he just read it. He's just reading him. I, I don't know. Or yeah, they end up passing it. He climbs to the second level, which if it's a pass play, he has to watch getting that illegal man downfield right here. Um, nonetheless, gets hands on his his guy. He climbs relatively square. Good, you know, choppy steps. Okay, adjust to him. All right, hands on, <laughs> hands on. Bodies go flying. Twenty four. Bang in the air, finds him again, gets hands on him again. Again, attacks the, the, the hip area. And the thing about this is he goes to hit 31 because I guess they didn't blow the whistle yet. And you got to blow the whistle if you don't want to quantum blowing up guys in the secondary. But he ends up tripping. And then the thing that's funny about it after, too, is like he trips, you know, it is what it is. The play is over, but he still is going to be aggressive. Like even though he just fell and he's on his face, just because he has this guy's jersey, like he's still going to be aggressive. Watch, like just. The little, there's a little bit at the end right there is like kind of funny to me. Like he's still ripping on the guy. Like he is not going to, he's not going to concede himself getting like, like for back, lack of a better term, like bitched um, at all. It's, it's, it is funny. Drop post. Okay. 
I'm assuming this guy's on the knife inside. He's like a stump. He's going to drop this leg. Again, uh, post kick. Post is up. Kick is back. Oh, okay. So you just had a, you had a, you had a blitz. You had like a TT and, and an overload. You had like an overload to that, to, to his side. TT probably do it too. And initially sets outside. Again, tries to get his, his, his uh, face crossed again, a little bit of an overset. Just a tiny bit right there. Again, you want to see him like get outside and run his feet a little bit more instead of having to get outside. But you see him, you see him react to it. Drop that post. Drop the post, get the right hand inside. Obviously, you're gonna get the right hand inside while dropping the post. Now you're square to him. Um, ideally, that right hand, that inside hand is gonna land in the chest. Left hand um, is going to land the hip ribs area, and you're just gonna you're just gonna push him shallow. Exactly what happens. Again, you know, people are like, oh my god, he's, he's Makai backed in 2.0. Like, what are you talking about? He's six four three twenty. Like, why he's gonna get injured now? Why? Because. He's aggressive. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get that. But good job dropping his post. Again, he's not, he's not like uber, uber athletic, but he's plenty athletic enough. Um, I definitely prefer him at guard. I, I think just because of the, some of the technicalities, I want to see him working on a tackle. You know, you you put him in the interior. Um, I think he can thrive for sure. Overset hand guard. Um, probably not on guard. Okay, so you're gonna see him overset again. And another problem with his carriage of his hands. Oh, it's freaking cold in here. Um his hands typically carry low um, and you carry low, you're having to come up and it's just, it's just a longer, it's a longer um, distance for your arms to go. And it becomes a little bit more um, like readable. It's longer, read it more. You know, it's like, it's a guy coming to punch you like this, you know, instead of a boxer, you know, hands up, chest level, chin, that obviously that's for protection. It's also to be able to hit him faster, you know, jabs, whatever. Um, but you want to see guys typically like hands on guard, like right around a little bit below the chest area. Um, you know, you have the coaches who like just teach, like they'll put a tennis ball there and you just rub the tennis ball during the rep, rub the, rub the tennis ball. And you're just ready. Those hands being active, you don't want to be, be, to be kind of cold. You want to be nice, nice and active guys. Just like the pancake thing, roll the ball. There's a bunch, there's a, like a couple different ones, but um, nonetheless, you want the hands to be in that area, not low. And you're going to see his hands typically be low. And you're going to see an overset here. So he needs to work on that with his pass setting. Again, lets up what should have been a sack there. Now, of course, he got beat. He's going to he's gonna try to slam the guy's helmet into the turf. But why does it happen? Overset. Overset, look how low the hands are. Low the hands are. Low the hands are. Now, if he's – now, if the, if the point where he tries to cut inside, if he's – if this is even a tiny bit of an overset, if his insteps or if his foot's like really like right here – much better. And again, hands up. Chest is open right there. It's it's for the taking. Overset two-handed punch again. Typically, you want to see one and the right hand either come over the top inside, but typically <clears throat> straight outer peck, outer peck, and then right top or underneath. Um, if it's d double, that's fine. Um, especially if you can get doubles, you know, latch and screw them sweet, but risky game, especially with low hand carriage, because then it becomes super readable that all added with the fact that he's oversetting it's, 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 that's a shitty combination overset again. You know, he's, he's trying to uh, wrench the guy, which wrenching like, like the rep before we, we saw, which I didn't call it that is typically, 
okay, you know, you're almost straightening out his body. That's, that's pretty much what it is. So right hand chest area, that's going to push. And then left hand into, into, the, into the back ribs area, that's going to push too. And you're straightening out um, the defender. And that's, that's, that slows the rush. And you're going to run your feet. But he's not able to obviously do that right here. Almost gets the sack. But he needs to clean up that for sure. It can climb hands. Okay. Uh, tackle. Um, sorry. Again, another tight zone here. And he doesn't really have a threat initially on the offensive line to block. So he's going to zone step. And if this guy, if this guy tries to penetrate the, 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 you know, the B gap, if he tries to penetrate the C gap, yeah, he'll be, he'll be aware of those threats. Most likely hand check them, but stay aware of the second level. You want to stay square to the second level. Again, you don't want to overcommit your hips. So you overcommit your hips and he shoots. Okay. It's going to be hard for you to adjust. So he's going to zone step while staying aware to his, his primary threat right here, which is a linebacker. Um, again, zone steps, square, square, drops his weight. Knee bend, instep, right hand lands into the chest, and now just drive him. Working off that right instep. Just completely take him out of the gap. Keep driving him, 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 keep driving him. <laughs> like it's so funny, like everybody else's block stop and just look at Aquano. And go, and go, and go, and go. <laughs> and oh, you're going to see in this angle too. So he's right here at this point, and you're just going to see him keep driving him because that's just, that's just what he does. He does not stop until the whistle gets blown. Oh, and he throws him on his ass too at the end. A little stare down. He is uber, uber, uber aggressive. Really good run block right there. Really good job. I think the guy last night said, oh, he doesn't play a good knee. I, I, again, I don't think it's a knee bend thing. I think it's the oversetting. I think it's the, the, the low hand carriage. I think it's the double punches, but I don't really see him playing just completely straight up all the time. You see a rep or two of, of really anything in anybody's film, but – um, it wasn't enough to, to mark that down. It comes on block. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a little stuff after the play. Okay. So, yeah. Um, another, another like tight zone split. Zone steps to the left. Zone step. Hand check. Again. He knows this guy is coming on the inside right here. Um, so, and it, and it depends on all how, how the NC State teaches it in terms of like combos to a guy or if he wants him to just run outside. Like, it, I don't know how their angles work. I don't know what their, <clears throat> what their steps are always supposed to be. Nonetheless, zone steps, hand on this guy to assist the guard. Okay. But his, his, while committing to this guy, he's not overcommitting. He's playing long. His eyes are still on the outside, square to his, to his outside threat. But now... Inside threat goes inside. Okay, now they have to pass this off again. It's zone, so he maintains his the the contact with his right with his right hand, or sorry, well he extends with the right hand, but then goes to fight to maintain contact, gets hands on, and is just gonna run him. Again, at this point, they try to throw him, disengages a little bit, regains contact, tight to him. Again, he always has guys tight. It's great. Always, always throwing guys at the whistle. 
just want to show that a little bit at the end. Here comes zone. Here. Um, they had another tight zone split. <clears throat> Again, because of the play um, being a split, he's not worried about this guy on the edge right here. He's not gonna. He's not gonna chase him because if he chases him, um, one of these guys shoots. That that gap is completely obviously um, open. So he's got to step with the zone, especially with Scepter. The Scepter's not there. But then you'll have some different zone blocking rules. But steps down. What do you see? A little bit of a of a, of a run stunt. TT. This guy is. This guy uncovers. Drop his weight. See the power off that off that right step, explodes into him, bang, <laughs> pops him. Um, obviously, again, this this guy really does like the pinch down hard and like like scrape down the line of scrimmage. So the setter's not going to be able to take an angle to get offensive line level and pot and, and kick him out. So he kind of um, obviously the running back has to bounce the run back outside or bend the run back outside. But still, Aquano's block is good. Bah. That he has like that short area explosion. It's good. Mm -hmm. Ickham drag square anchor. Okay, drag hand. Um, typically, like you want to see the drag hand activated before you even climb, uh, before you even do a kick step. You know, just in general, you want that drag hand there, drag hand there, because if your eyes are outside. And this guy was to quickly penetrate. Your drag hand feels it. So you don't want to have like a reactionary drag hand. You want to have a precautionary drag hand. So it's a little bit of like a reactionary drag hand. It's almost, almost acts more of like a hand check because that drag hand is, is just in case this is, this is, he yeah, checks him because he's cutting inside. So it's not really drag hand, but gets outside square to it. Now again, checks him. Now what does his eyes do? Okay, well, this guy's lifing inside. It's probably, you know, ET stunt or some type of stunt, but ET is the most basic one. Hand. What do you not want him to do? You don't want him to get his hand on and chase him, open his hips to him, and completely run him inside and overreact to it because then that's exactly what you're supposed to, you know, this guy wants him to carry him inside so this guy could loop around and get a clean edge. So when you're passing off stunts like this, you have to stay square. Obviously, depending if, you're, if, you, if your guy is here, if he's not here, then you have to take the most immediate threat to the quarterback, which would be him, and then let him loop, and it is what it is. Your guy fucked up. But if your guy is there, you have to stay square. A system in the pass-off because he just got delayed um, because of the looper. But good job staying square. Good, good, good job getting a hand on. Use as like a little push-off point. Punch timing, boom. Lands the left hand inside. Resets his hands. Gets into his anchor. Gets into the bridge. Power off the insteps. Again, hands up. You're lifting him up, working through your insteps. Um, that doesn't look like it is, but when your hands are latched with that, it's a really powerful position. So good job getting into his anchor. Shuts that down. Good job picking up that stunt. Here come combo. Here. Again, another good job. So 
because of the tight zone split, not worrying about the email and then a line on the side of the line of scrimmage. He's going to combo um, the three tech with 64. He's the post. He's the high man, even though, well, I guess for, that's kind of, I, 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 I'm not going to start talking about that. Nonetheless, they combo. He just takes his zone step, but good job not overcoming to that zone step by the, by the garden climbing, climbing square. They get foot to foot. He basically base blocks him. Um, and he just wants to create that movement. Aquanu. Uh, Attack that you could see that you could see left hand on the hip, attack the hip, move him, climb up to the backer. Move him, stay square, play long, don't overcommit to it. Movement, backer. Similar thing as last time. This guy scrapes down hard. He he's gonna block him. Obviously kicks him out. Great. If he doesn't if he doesn't kick him out because he scrapes down too hard, okay, you know, bend the run back. But in terms of in terms of Aquano, good job doing it square. Good job attacking the hip. Eyes on the threat. His threat pretty much the, the entire time right here. Eyes up. Eyes up. Eyes up. Eyes up. Comes off with a good timing. Lands the hands. Works him. And obviously, he's going to maintain that contact and, and try to drive him as best he can. Make him lose to gain. Gain uh, a rip, a rip. I remember, I know it's going to happen at the end of this. I don't remember the play, but. Yeah, he's always fighting. I, I love it. Um, so this play, because it's an outside mid zone. Now there's not a sifter, but the run, the, the gaps are outside and, you know, you know, CBA. So you really don't, you're not going to worry about the backside here. Um, so his primary guy on an outside he, he's obviously not going to be able to step up and, and overtake him ideally they they combo the backside um he overtakes he overtakes the the uh the two tech here and then uh the guard can can get to the second level that's ideally what was what they want to happen here which this guy his his step to the backside is is great for the offensive line in this situation and again because he wants to get that like that play side leverage on him he doesn't want to just attack him on the level he kind of I kind of thought. Like he doesn't want to take him on a straight angle. Like he doesn't want to just block him here because then he's been pushing to the zone side. And it's been hard for him to the, the guard to disengage and get to the second level. So he wants to take an angle to like cheat to overtake. And he does that. And in this situation, again, you can't take a straight line. So this is where I talk about like you have to lose to gain. So you have to you have to lose some like vertical ground to him to gain that horizontal ground, like that play side. So you're gonna lose initially. In terms of like lev like uh, your your um, again like vertical leverage to him, you're not gonna take him on a direct angle, but you got to lose ground to gain ground. I think it takes a little flat here, but still, it's it's still the same idea. So opens up, allows his hips to work, work over that foot, lose ground, get more get more get more horizontal. Why to overtake him? Again, because if he took him on this, if he took him straight, it's not gonna get it. He's not gonna get there. So lose to lose to overtake him. Like that bucket step to open up. Open up his hips. And again, could I ideally does he, does he get like his his right hand on um and 
you know, use it as like a pivot point and work his hips around. Sure. But the thing is like, okay, well, scooch technique, scooch technique, this, this far is really hard, especially if he, if he, uh, is to step inside on this. So it's, it's, it's easy to know, okay, well, if he steps to the left side, yeah, scooch would be great, but you don't know that pre-snaps. So, um, he just runs to the, he just cut, cut off blocks him, just run in front of him. So he just runs in front of him. Um, oh, okay. He, he just try to get his hips around. I, I'm thinking of the wrong play. So gets hands on initially, tries to flip his hips, which he does, gets hands on. And now this is the primary contact point. So the, so the, uh, the defender tries to rip it just to get on the play side. So yeah, good job. Hands on, shoulder, pop him up, try to get those hips around. Good job. He rips him and then he rips the rip. So he literally rips, he gets ripped and then he's like, no, screw that. You're not ripping, you're not ripping me. I'm ripping your rip. Rips that. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's great. That's just, that's just a great, like understanding of what's happening. Don't let him get flat on you. Keep him to that backside. And that's exactly how he wants to do it. You don't see, you don't see offensive guys ripping a lot, but he literally rips a rip. That's, that's, that's fantastic. I love that play. Cuts back and whatever, but hell of a play by Aquanu. Cut off block. Okay, this is why I was thinking that. Did this start late? No, okay. Again, with guys like that, like that's fine. People call it like an ass block. There's going to be some times you're not able to, to get your hand on, use it as a pivot point, swing your hips around, get in front of them. Sometimes if the, if the run is outside, like so far outside, just get in front of him. Literally, just use your ass. It's called ass block him. Just sprint in front of him. It looks, it, it sounds like it's, oh, it's stupid. Like it's not a real technique. Cut off block, ass blocking, it's a real thing. So just open up and start running. Again, just like a just like a defensive lineman. Again, you know, kind of throw that shoulder past him. Why? To get your to get your shoulder in front of his here. Um, get your shoulder in front of his. Rip just in case, and just just stay in front of him. You know, perfect ass block. Cut off block. I like calling it ass block because it's what it is. <clears throat> perfect ass block. Does his job, right? That's all he has to do. Same thing if he got his hips around, all that stuff. Fine. Uh, open bucket. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not playing the plays before I just sold, sold it down. I apologize for that. I just realized I'm doing that. So I'll watch it before. Again, another good job on the backside of his own right there. This is this is almost like a uh, this is this is like a almost like a scooch, even though scooch is really like one horizontal and back a little bit horizontal and back a little bit. They are not really supposed to cross, but it's the same idea. He just like drop stepping with that foot to open up his hips, allowing him to work flat. If you, if you don't open up the foot like that and, and it's just a step that's, that's lateral. Um, it's, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to cross over. You're, you're going to be kind of locked. So if this is opening um, like straight and horizontal, it has to be like a scooch technique, which he's, he's not scooch techniquing, which he'll learn in the NFL. Um, so he's more opening up to, to overtake. Opens up, still stay square. Good job with like that overlap right there. Typically, you still talk about like overlaps with the run, with the run, uh, with pass game, but just getting hands on, maintaining his distance from his guy, letting his guy know he's there. Same, same idea with that, with that over, with that overtake or with the um, overlap. Now again, what do you want to do ideally? Get in front of him, work that left hand into him, get that right hand as like that half moon, that containment punch, get it on his shoulder so he's not able to work past you, and now you're just driving him. You know, left hand inside, right hand comes underneath, which is even better. He, tri- he ended up tripping right here, or they, they, their feet get intertwined. But he's still able to maintain his balance in front of his guy. Like on the backside, 
you're showing me this picture at the end of it. His job was the was to uh, was to reach block somebody on the backside. Great, look what he just did. Patience with the hands. Good job knowing his angles. Again, he doesn't have to take him on a, on a direct angle right here because that's stupid. You want to get positional leverage, especially backside of a zone. Like the tighter the zone and the front side of the the more front side of the zone play you are. Now we're talking about that that physical leverage and displacement versus just positional leverage. And on the backside of a zone or really any run, you just want that positional leverage. So you don't have to worry about blowing the guy up. Just get in front of him. And he'll do his best that, you know, always at the end of plays typically to, to blow him up too and, and, and send a message, but it can climb and climb in hands right, uh, right here, obviously left tackle. <laughs> yeah again another tight another um tight inside zone and again the tighter the zone now we're talking about this is what i'm talking about that's more we're talking about like okay let's get some let's get some this like a vertical displacement on these guys so with him coming inside on this he wants to uh the quantity wants to move him he steps down okay attack that hip and hopefully work to the second level. If he cut, you know, if he's cutting the run back, that's fine because he's going to create that displacement and then he's going to get that positional leverage on him if he is cutting the run back. So attack the hip. Perfect. Again, tight elbow, good leverage into it. Extension, throw him. Crazy movement on that guy, clearly, with the combo. Boom, square to my, my next threat. Hand under the armpit, drive him. He doesn't know where the run is going. Then, of course, again, they, they separate because he's trying to get on the play and then he's going to find him again and, and give him a pop into the play. But uh, good job again. It can cut off. Here. Cut off this guy again. Ass block. Yeah. And he gets his hips around. He has enough time to do that. So, again, for him to get to this guy who was, knife, who, who was just going to knife inside it immediately, just try to penetrate that B gap, it's going to be really – and, again, there's guys who can do it. Um, again, he's not, he's not a, a specimen of an athlete, um, especially for tackle guard. He's completely fine. But like an ABT, he's playing tackle probably could have done something like this. ABT is more of a smooth athlete than Aquano is. Aquano, you do see, you, you see some like the, the, the foot slapping on kick steps and some, so, uh, some of that stuff, but in general, still pretty solid, but it's gonna be really hard for him again to like get that right hand in, use it as a pivot point, reset your hands, all that stuff. Again, ideally you just, you just, you just get your helmet, um, inside of him work that left hand in, you know, containment punch with that right hand and just, and just work them. But uh, typically you're, you're going to see like the right, because it's going to be the, the nearest hand when you're running inside like this um, and worked as like a pivot point. But in this situation, again, just cut off block them, just get in front of them. Gets in front of them. Obviously 10 is kind of disrupting them. He even gets hands on 10. So just be again, he doesn't want to just run into 10 and let him, let him kind of slip this move 10 too. If 10's in your way, freaking move them. Moves 10, screw that guy, work the ass block, and he's so far in front of him, he's even able to reach the left hand around and then use that as a pivot point and, and flip his hips. Like, oh, he's not athletic. He's not, again, he's not ABT, but this play right here? Come on. And, of course, he's going to drive him. You know, moving 10, getting in front of him, getting that hand on, and having the awareness to flip and get him, awesome. That is an awesome cutoff block. Hell of a job. 
And it's so funny too. You see him like bullying guys post the post uh like post the rep, even though it's before the whistle, maybe a little bit after the whistle. Guys do not fuck with him. Like they they just they just they take it. You know, like they're not gonna come and, and, and bark in his face. Like he's not he's not to be messed with. That is for damn sure. Climbing pancake. Again, zone step. Yeah, folds dudes. Again, zone step, outside zone. Again, don't chase this guy. You see, you'll see a lot of young players step to the outside and chase this guy inside. Now what happens? 10 comes over the top and fills. If he's, if he's going to step inside, that's your guard's responsibility. It's not yours. So really good job not chasing him immediately right there or initially. But a little check right there just in case. Help out your guy. You know, you have some time. So the awareness, the pay, like the kind of just the, the not like patience, like the yeah, kind of like awareness, the check right there. Understanding the situation. Climb to your guy. Yeah, okay. He stays square here too. Look at the shuffle. <clears throat> so that's so I don't think I wrote down that he's toesy, like climb to the second level uh, in the weaknesses. So I apologize for saying that initially. Gets hands on, square, shuffle, square, shuffle, in step, hands on. Great. That is great. Contact's about to come. What you want to do? Drop your weight, lower yourself into it. Tight elbows, boom, shoot up. And obviously this guy is shuffling outside. He lifts him up in the air for a second. Maintain that contact. Just drive him. Perfect spot for that hand in the ribs. Drive him. Drive him. Drive him. He's about to fall right there. Nope. Fold. That's what you want to see post rep right there. Watch it again. Just appreciate it. It's a really, really good play. The hand check, the squareness of the climb. Dropping the weight, the hands inside, working the insteps right there, maintaining the contact, the grip strength, the aggression. Like, damn, that's a good play. Climb. Okay, that's right here. Similar thing that we're talking about. Tighter the zone, more we're talking about getting that vertical displacement, just 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 moving guys, you know, uh, defining those gaps. He's a big definer, definer of the gaps. So, um, thirty three engages with the with the guard. Okay, he's not going to try to overtake that because it's 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 a tight zone. Create that displacement. Where's the hands go? Drops the weight. Good leverage into the block. What are we talking about with with attacking the 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 hip, low the upper hip rib area? It's exactly that with a tight elbow. Nice, good angle. Again, you don't want it wide. You don't want it. You don't want it too extended. You want it nice, tight, like ninety degree angle to it. I'm not going with angles, but whatever the fuck that angle is. Sorry for cursing. Um, move them, drive them, move them, but aware of your next block. Guys, playing guys overcommit to this and just run them, and then they're not aware of their second block. But really, really good job again, moving and staying aware. Perfect time to drop off of it. Square up the guy. Get hands on. Move him too. He sheds him. Yeah, fine. He gets he gets splashed a little bit there on the second level, but he still does his job. Typically, he maintains contact on the second level. That's that's for sure. Climb. Okay, we're twenty one through forty four. Uh, climb. Okay. Um. Left tackle. Yeah, so they're running like this, this, this crack toss right here. 
Obviously, he's in a block down. He's in a pull to the outside, like alley block, arc block, you want to call it. Block down, block down. Okay. Don't worry about it. I even like the little, little check right there too, just in case. Like good, he's super aware of his hands. I like that. Who's your first threat in the alley? It's not him. He's too far away. It's 42. 42 is yours. Get to him. Again, gets popped a little bit, but you're still talking three, three, you know, 40 or no. What's say three? Is he three forty? Three forty versus what? Say that linebacker's two forty. Still talking a hundred pound difference. So as long as you're getting there, which obviously you want, you want to deal hand placement, feet, etc. But gets there, and it's still with that right hand, even though he gets popped a little bit. That right hand, his core strength, his torque is so strong that he torques him, throws him. Like he get, he's the one to get popped initially and he's still throwing this dude just because of, again, his momentum running forward like this. And then plus with that torque of the right hand, you know, leading into the core throws him, finish it. Hell of a job. Ickham hammer. Jermaine Johnson. I was watching a little bit of him while watching Ickham. And uh, again, I was pretty impressed. Um, he was a guy who was supposed to be like late first, early second, uh, just based on watching him in this game, I did not think he's going to fall to the second. And now you're starting to see the senior bowl hit for him. I think he's much more of a realistic option at 10 than 35 for the jets. So we almost want him to go to the senior bowl and, or, 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 and dominate and go to the combine and dominate. So then the jets have legitimate edge rusher options at 10, because right now, you know, let's assume you don't get Hutchinson and Thibodeau. If you're talking about Carl Loftus or Jermaine, Jermaine Johnson at 10, as like a consolation prize. And you're taking Ickham at at four, like, dude, this edge rusher class is stacked in the first round. They need to come in the, in the first two picks. They need to come away with an edge rusher. That's my opinion. So you're talking about okay, Jermaine Johnson, Carl Loftus at ten versus Garrett Wilson, Trey Trey Burks, you know, Traylon Burks. I'm taking an edge rusher all day, especially if they have potential to legitimately be very good. Like, I don't think Carl Loftus is ever gonna be like a twenty sack guy but I think he can comfortably be a 10, 11, 12 sack guy because of how clean his technique is. And Jermaine Johnson has a higher ceiling, but now we're talking about the argument of ceiling versus floor. Like if you, if you think the floor or, or the, an expected floor of, of a Carl Loftus is eight, nine, 10 sacks, like that's what we're going to, we're going to kind of like go crazy about. Like when's the last time the Jets have had eight, nine, 10 sacks from anybody. I'm talking about a guy who can get 11, 12 sacks who could be a very good edge, edge setter and a very good, well, He'll struggle a little bit at setting the edge sometimes with his, with his arm length, and sometimes in the run game, his his uh, his tackle radius because of his arm length and his some of his lack of lateral mobility will hurt him a little bit. But nonetheless, I, I'm more for I'm hoping for obviously one of the edge rushers will fall. I don't think it's realistic. I, I think it's going to be Icky and like Jermaine Johnson, Icky and Carl Loftus. Like that's kind of what I'm that's what I'm feeling. You know, get, give me the trenches still. It's the most important part. Minus quarterback. So let's see the hammer right here. Yeah, he's just he's just super aggressive. Um, so right here, they're they're obviously running play action, and you're play action, and you're and you're play actioning with a power. What's going to happen? You have to be cognizant of this guy because if he, if he just tries to knife through this gap right here, he's going to take on um, the the guard, and now he vacates massive gap right here. Just like act like he's invisible, which I'll, eventually I'll be able to do all that shit. He's invisible. He has to protect inside right here. It's the most it's the most immediate threat to the quarterback. So he's going to step down to protect. 
hands on. Okay. He's blocked. Now you're still, you're, now you're in pass protection. Obviously it's, it's a play action. So steps down guards that guards, that gap, the vacated gap. Now is he doing looking for anybody who's a threat? He's on threat. Jermaine Johnson right here is not a threat because he's so far outside and he's, he's, he's running read to pass. That's why he's a little bit slow right there to, to, to do anything. Um, he gets blocked anyway. Nonetheless, inside's on threat, outside's on a threat. Okay. Active eyes. Active eyes, active eyes. Where, where's my threat? He's sort of a threat. Now he became a threat. We want to do drop that hammer. Drops his post foot. Just loads up all this power, loading up, loading up, loading up, bang, right in the hip. Again, hip. Leverage hip. Pops him up. Basically, he takes that 300 plus pound guy and, and takes him off of his feet with that hit. Here come top heavy hands. Okay. Is, is he going to do the one-handed thing again here? Let's see. Is he going to get beat by Jermaine Johnson? Yeah, he does. Jermaine Johnson. Some athleticism. Lateral athleticism. The, there's a recognizing of that block. Club arm over. Ability to stop. Get on that play. Like, hell of a play by Jermaine Johnson right there. A little side scatter report. We're going to do him We're gonna do him anyway. I'll, I'll get the full thing. But uh, you can see the athleticism pop right there, obviously. Again, can't lean for that block. See that lean, that forward lean? Don't want that. Climb, climb, punch him, square, good arc in the back. Good, good not, not, not like totally straight back. You want some lean, but like a little bit of a lean, arc in the back, you know, pop him. But you don't want you don't want to be to be reaching for guys and bend at the waist like this because again, now if you don't land, what happens? You're off balance. You know, if, if he was more if he was more better leverage here and 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 you know, had a better base. Um, he could react to this chop and then maybe, you know, run outside, do whatever, whatever he has to do, but can't be top heavy like, like this. And again, his hands asking for somebody to blow up your chest right there. And just, it just elongates your, your punch. So got to fix that. Um, Ekum feet, hands wide. Okay. Yeah, we do. I, I do see some of this, which I don't think is like knee, his knee bend's not bad right there. The the thing is, sometimes with his punches, he tends to when he punches plant like he he plant and punches, which again is a, is a, is a problem with with the double hand punches because when you're doing that, you're locking your hips. So he he has a combination of oversetting, hands wide, and and um and uh kind of like. Hold on, what's the word I'm like? You can see his feet too, like which I haven't really shown a lot. His 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 kick slide is a little bit sometimes you don't really want that foot to raise a lot on the outside. Sometimes it's a little bit like like stompy, which you don't want. You want like consistent contact with the ground. It's not really the best example because that's a kind of like a short set right there. But um nonetheless, yeah, when he punches sometimes, again, it's both feet, both feet stop, both hands shoot. So he's really committing to landing contact. If he doesn't, his both of his base and his upper body are screwed. Um, and that's coming with hands that are typically low. So like he has to fix some stuff, especially in pass protection, which again, moving to the inside is not going to be as much of a problem, which I think is why he's a better guard prospect. You see the hands, hands wide, hands low, shoot. What happens when you're shooting? Feet, plant. 
you know, now if you miss, you're screwed. He gets uh, he gets club ripped. Guy works inside. Which again, it's a draw, so he knows he's like run blocking, but it's like you want like you want almost like like uh, what is, what is there's something that's called uh like a vert jump, like almost like vertical set him, jump him. There's something there, there's a I have terminology for that. I forget what it is off the top of my head. Um, but again, don't want all that happening. Snatch trap. Okay. Four. If you want to peek at Jermaine Johnson too, you can. I don't know what he does this play, but not much. Um okay, again. With this, I think it does a better job staying a little bit more not not completely oversetting, like running his feet a little bit more, but what are we talking about? Little bit of leaning for it. Double hand punch that far away is not is not good. You know, split them. Run your run your hands left right. You don't want to, especially you don't want to reach for a for a double punch. You don't want to reach for anything. But double punching like this, it's not very powerful. Even when it lands, like great. I I I get the result of this play is a, is a snatch and trap, which looks good. But his feet right here and getting really wide and leaning for that, it's not ideal. Like you, I don't I don't want to see that body position really ever. But he ends up, he ends up, okay, lands his hands. And then he pops him up. He feels him, he feels Ford leaning into him with that arm. So that's going to be his main, his main contact point. So he wants to step back. Why? Because if you're, if you're going to pop him up, he's leaning to that arm. When you're stepping back, you're kind of pulling out the rug from under him. And now he's trying to, he's going to lead into the hand even more. And now, now you're going to, you're going to chop it. You're going to trap it. He's going to fall on his face. So I don't, I don't love this part of it. I love this trap him, you know, finish the block, lay on him. But this part of it, the hands wide, that gotta fix it. Again, I want I want to see a more even base, not as wide of a base, um, and not reaching as much for that, especially with two hands there. I get the result. I don't love necessarily the process, like I said. Block. Here. Again, run, he's more disciplined with his, with his like angles to the outside. Pass, he can overset, but inside tight zone split, don't get beat inside. You want it, you want to make sure you maintain inside versus outside, inside to outside leverage. So kind of brace, brace right there, let him take his angle, read him. He's gonna go outside. Great, take him outside. Climbs to him again better job now we're seeing now we're seeing you know the heels up through the head pretty much thighs working opposite not leaning too heavy hands on roll the hips up roll the hips again you have you have push you have pull you have lift and you're trying to move a guy stand up a guy you want to lift a lot a lot of like run blocking is not necessarily like pushing oh sometimes it is this is like more of a lift get under him just hold him up you get those hands, lift up through through the ground all the way up and through. That's why you that's why you roll your hips. It's like you're you know you're lifting something heavy, obviously like a fridge or whatever. Lift them up, extension, run them. 
Great hand positioning. Run him outside. Completely out of the play. Good job. There come trap. Here, where's Jermaine Johnson? Does he trap Jermaine Johnson? This might be jet on jet crime. And of course, he's going to try to throw, get it, get it, get another throw in at the end right there. But um, pass set. Again, the, the feet are, are, are a little clunky. They're, they're not the most like natural, athletic, smooth feet. They, they can be a little bit clunky. But um, again, doesn't, doesn't slight overset, but not really. It's, it's, it's a tiny bit. But he kind of, you know, he pushed up the field a little bit, like enough where it's, it's not a huge concern to get beat on the inside. Left hand lands again. The, the right and the left thing. It just that's just what he's what he was taught or what he does. It's gonna get fixed. And I feel like I almost guarantee he's not gonna always shoot with two hands. But split them, get hands on. Okay, similar situation. You both landed your hands. Now you're feeling a long arm coming. What do you want? Then it's something that Neil needs to work on. Neil. When he gets like long armed or guys really working through the hand, he never like I don't know if I've ever well, I watched three games. I don't know if I saw him one rep try to try to trap a guy. Maybe I did off the top of my head, but not enough where um like I think about it. So feels the lean, feels the long arm coming, the stab, chop him down, finish him. And then you know right here, I, I didn't record it, but he definitely pushed him right here. Yeah. He definitely tried to shove him to the ground as hard as he could right there. But uh, good job. You know, two-handed punch thing is is what it is. The feet are again not not great, a little clunky, but and the hands too. Again, with the with this like rounded up punch, this this whole motion that he's doing, I don't want that. You want more direct angles, you know, boxer type shit. It'll all get worked on. And again, he's not going to be working in as much space as a guard as he is a tackle. So all that stuff to be less emphasized. You know, in terms of like the, the mentality, the movement he can create, the the displacement he can create, the hand placement on run blocks, um, his anchor, all that stuff to be more important on the inside. The outside's more of the feet, the hands, all that stuff. But you have to have fast hands on the inside too, let's be honest. Because if, you, if you're dropping your hands and those guys, there's a lot of quick contact there, the, the hand place is probably more important. The, the hands being low is probably more important than the outside because that's all quick. So you have to be ready any, uh, right off of that. But other than that, all the feet stuff, all that I'm talking about is, is more important for the outside. So that's why I, I think he's a better fit inside. I, I really do. Hands on. Again, chop that hand. Finish. Good job. Um, I'm going to do two more plays and I'm going to pause and you guys are going to feel nothing, but I'm going to pause for a little while. I could run some errands, a.k.a. Uh, get to the gymnasium before all the kids get out of school and it's packed with a bunch of kids who don't re-rack and all that stuff. Um, so over aggressive. Okay. Yeah. There, there are times where like, and, and popping guys in the, in the second level is good. And this is, this is one of the problems. And this is not as apparent as it was for, for Becton when he come, came out, Becton always try to throw guys, always try to get the big pop always on the on outside zones, try to try to throw a guy instead of maintaining that contact, you know, getting that, that punch, that turn, the latch and just running a guy up. Um, and the problem with that is, yeah, it's great and sexy when it hits, but the other times where now you're disengaging with the guy and he's able to, uh, work you laterally, get around it, you know, like once you have a guy, grab him, you know, that's like, that would be like a, a, a big, a big boxer 
fighting a small guy and instead of, or, or wrestling a guy, and instead of having him on the ground, you're going to let him stand up with you again. It's like, no, grab him. That's, that's where your advantage is. Use your weight. So I don't love him trying to pop this guy right here again. Like it, it, it looks cool sometimes, but at this point, just grab him and just run him. You know, so there are times where the aggressiveness will hurt. Sometimes, it, you know, it, it's kind of something you, you're going to live with. If you're going to love some of the pancake stuff, which more of his pancakes come from him actually maintaining his, his, his contact and, and hammers and plows, which are fine when another guy's engaged with the guy. On the second level, I don't want to see as much like load up, you know, almost like uh, he like gallops right there to hit him. I don't, I, wa I want to see the contact. One more. Uh, Ekam aggressive. Okay. Over aggressive or just aggressive? Oh, no, this is going to be aggressive. Oh, yeah, okay. So nothing crazy here. Um, again, they run this, this TT stunt. And what happens? He gets into his kick slide. He notices right here, huh, Jermaine Johnson's kind of kind of rushing weird, you know. He's delaying a little bit. Well, what's coming, most likely, a penetrator, a picker. So... You can see him just take a little power step right there, which a power step is just, it's going to be the right step inside. Instead of, instead of completely dropping your post, you're just going to step inside with the, with these feet called power step. So you just take a slight power step inside, drop your hips. Cause you're expecting now that quick, that quick contact where your penetrator is going to come in and, and, and smack you. So good job dropping his hips, dropping his weight in steps, getting hands on, stand him up, stand him up extension. Now we're resetting. He's done. He's done at this point. Now, after the play, okay, we're going to see him do all that. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. All the stuff I just talked about, pop him, stand him up. Okay, play's over. Now we're going to see the play still isn't done, and you're kind of not, not just in my face, but you're the nearest guy to me, so I'm going to, I'm going to chase you. <laughs> chase him. Literally sprinting after guys to throw in pushes. Who, who does that? You're 340 pounds. You're massive. You're playing a ton of snaps, and you're chasing guys down the field to get extra pushing. Like, why not? Like, you'd think, like, the, the, the mentality would be like, okay, Play is opposite, you know, take that extra couple seconds to get a couple breathers in. I'm a little bit gassed. No, Quanu, fuck that. I'm chasing this guy. I'm, I'm showing him who's boss. Like, I love that. Love that. You know who also mentioned that, that mentality? Carl Loftus. <clears throat> if they get two guys like that, and to be honest, like I watched Thibodeau. Um, I'm impressed with Thibodeau. I'm cool with him at four. I, I, like, he's, he didn't blow me away, and his mentality is a little bit soft. Same thing with Neil. Like, they would be, they would be the complete opposites. Um, there are plays where Thibodeau, when he's locked up, just stops. Carl Loftus never, ever, ever stops. Equanu uh, never, ever, ever stops. So I could see Joe Douglas loving these guys. Um, I'll be back in a little while. You guys will be, you know, literally not even a second. Um, so I don't really have to close it out like anything, but I'll be back. And I'm back. Um, 14 plays left. Let's see. I'm going to get reacquainted to what the hell I'm doing here. Uh, yeah. Okay. Play 31. Gonna start it back with a bad play. Double punch. I'm assuming it's a bad play. Again, obviously the, the play is blown dead for whatever, whatever penalty. Uh, obviously the offensive line starts before, <laughs> before the ball is snapped. So there's a penalty right there. Um, but even, but even with that, you have the whistle that's blown right there, right about there. And he's still beat. Like this is still this is still a rep for Aquano, the left tackle. And again, what what are we seeing? We're seeing the low hand carriage. We're seeing the double punch with the feet stopping because again, it's going to lock your hips automatically. 
um, for the most part. And it comes from low and look how much movement there is here before, before it hits 55. You get a lot of time to anticipate that. So he spins it. You know, if you, if you can time turn that shoulder into that inside punch and spin it, it's going to work. Uh, especially if you can time it where you could chop with the inside arm and, and, and spin it and he's locked, you're, you're really, really screwed. So, and you can see again, the footwork, it's his, his feet are always a little bit stompy, um, which you can work on, but again, at guard, it's not going to matter as much, but, uh, yeah, double punch spun won the rep, but now the flag is blown. He kind of gets bailed out there. So, um, next over commit. Okay. Right here, there's there is a uh, Jermaine. We don't see this too much, so I'm not concerned about it. Um, this is one of those plays we were talking about him him overcommitting um, to the penetrator, the picker. Um, at a certain point, you have to drop off of it. Expect like now again, if this guy was completely you know uh, pulled out of this play, let's say there's a blitzer, there's an a gap blitz, a sugar whatever it may be, and he's pulled away, okay, have to take the most dangerous of the two. But with him being there, he has to recognize that. Drop the post, power step. It's almost more of a power step than dropping the post. But he just carries it for an extra two, like step or two. Like he needs to carry it to about their drop off. He takes an extra th two, three steps, like there, drop off. One, two, get back on it. But he takes an extra two steps. And uh, the quarterback gets the ball out quick, but there's a little bit too much of, of the overcommitting there. See what I'm saying? So it needs to be one, two, and on this step, on the, that step on the inside foot, you need to be able to redrop your post again. Drop, get a hand on, match them. Ball's out quick. It doesn't affect it, but still, want to see that cleaned up. Wide punch. Okay, so we're, so we're seeing a couple. Again, he's not perfect. Um, but a lot of this is going to be uh, lessened when he's inside. Um, wide punch. Okay. It just is what it is on this. You know, it's it, there's really not much to, to break down. He gets he gets into his pass set. And when your hands are coming from low and wide, like they frequently do with him, like he needs to work on uh, the timing is not is, is never like that bad. It's 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 more it's more hand placement and carriage. And when you're always gonna shoot wide and and you know uh wide and high, it's you're gonna get splashed sometimes. You know, if guys can time it well and, and, and they're not, and they have some sort of strength, especially when they're so wide, they're not even landing on the shoulders. Like if they land on the shoulders, okay. You know, like hug technique them if you're strong enough to do that. But when they're so wide that they're not even, they're not even making contact with them. And now he has two hands in your chest, just got into your chin and you have no control of, of him with your hands. Um, you're gut, you're going to get beat. So he gets splashed, boom, chest controlled, extended. And the, and the, and the, uh, the, Defensive ends is, is able to pull himself through and uh, and kind of jump to corner, pull him down. So again, we need to see him work on one. He he tends to turn too when he punches. You wanna you wanna widen with this foot because when you when you when you're turning, you're punching. You're you're not making him work past your hips. Now you're only making him work past your hands when you're opening like that. You're kind of you're kind of softening the edge for him. So I want to see him work on um, one. You know, getting more lateral when he punches and two has to work on not just double shooting to the out to the shoulders. He has to work on, on inside. Like right now, if he were to widen with this foot instead of dropping, instead of opening when he punches and he was to shoot up from a more, from a better carriage, let's say about here with his hand, 
and he shoots into the chest. Is that a better rep? You know, and that's, just, that's not just like, oh, Monday morning quarterbacking. That's, that's going to be for every rep. If he would hit him in the chest right here, bang, it's the reps over. Come over top with the left hand, hit him in the, in the, in the, uh, in the shoulder, you know, that half moon, that containment type punch. Um, uh, then the, the rush is shut down. But when you consistently go wide, it's just, it's just not, it's not going to work all the time. And he gets beat there because of it. Um, this is a wow play. Yeah, this is, uh, what's, I don't remember this one being wow. What is this? Left tackle. Again, they're doing this, this, this crack toss. Jermaine Johnson notices it. Good job by Jermaine Johnson. But yeah, that's, that's a really good play. He's super aware when he's pulling, like maintain speed, but like we'll dedicate a hand again. The crack is missed by six on, on, on Jermaine Johnson right there. Good, good job by Jermaine Johnson noticing it, you know, uh, not overstriding, getting lateral, club chop. But then, you know, he's supposed to he, – he wants to block anything in, in, in the alley, and he's not going to overcommit to Johnson because you have two guys on one, but you're going to see him just pop him up with his hand. It's really, really clean. Boom, pop him up. That's one block. That was completely him. That's all he had to do. Pop him. Now he's, now he's out of the play. Let's the run, run back at the edge. Finds his next, you know, closest guy that he has an angle to, hands on uh, whatever his name is, and launches him. Look at him. Look how far he goes. I know he's moving that way anyway, but he he he's in the air for a good three four yards <laughs> to his face. Oh, this is the second part of it. Okay, so this is yeah, this is a wow play. First part awareness, boom, pop up that outside shoulder, amazing, while while still maintaining speed to the outside. Get to your next guy, shove him three, four yards. He gets tripped up and there's, there's some traffic around his feet, right? And then to me, I see him, and this, this could just be dumb luck that this happens, but to me, just based on his aggression, this is what I see. He's falling to the ground, and he still has his eyes on who he just threw to the ground, and he loves finishing guys. He's falling, eyes on him, eyes on him, eyes on him. Helmet or, head or hand on the face mask and throw him into the turf as he's falling. That is ridiculous. This is a ridiculous play by him. Bam, pop it up. Next threat. Hand inside, shoulder, extension, shove, power, falling down. Fuck that. The play is not over. Like a jumping, like Super Saiyan, Dragon Ball Z shit, jumps and throws him. Like, God, like obviously that looks intentional. Like I can't, I severely doubt who he's just falling and that just happened to happen. Like, no. He's in care if he's parallel to the turf. He's still trying to throw your face into the ground. Oh, I love that play. Yeah, that deserves a wow. That deserves a wow. Uh, Quantum drive, if I'm drive. Uh, right here, obviously. I would say he, he displaced that guy. Again, super aggressive. Again, drop step, bucket step. Open yourself up, more of a bucket than a drop. Open yourself up, allow your hips to cross over. Again, more of that lose to gain type deal. Don't, don't work on a straight angle towards them. Get that positional leverage for that, for that like mid-outside mid zone split. Work to cut him off. Um, he's able to get into, in, into, the, into the chest, into the well chest area. I can't tell exactly where his right lands. The left kind of gets stuck on him. You can see his hands like this against the, against the, uh, the, the hip rib area but he still just works up and through him 
refits his hand. You're going to see the left doesn't land cleanly. You're going to see it refit right there. Boom. Tight to Aquano. Now working into the hip. Again, want to work into that, that hip, that center of gravity to drive. Right hand looks like it's probably inside. Drive him. Drive him. Drive him. Drive him. Keep running those feet. Keep running those feet. Keep running those feet. Again, disengagement. Nope. Play is still going. I didn't hear a whistle. Grab him again. Shove him. Oh, three. You think the play is over? Nope. Play isn't over. Shove him. And a guy for who for a guy who's so aggressive and loves knocking guys after the snap and stuff like this. Three, three is one of those the few guys I've seen trying to push him after the play, which by the way barely moves him. And he's like looking to the ref, like, bro, he just pushed me. <laughs> like for a quantity to do that after the last rep and shoving guys' helmets into the turf, it's it's kind of it was kind of funny to me. I remember watching that, be like, what? He is the last person to talk about that shit. He might got an un- unnecessary roughness penalty or two in, 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 his, in his rookie year. Um, right here, double punch. Okay, so we know that what's what's going to happen here. Again, can't have it. And and what's his face spun the shit out of him. Guys are going to start to time that. So one, you have an overset. Two, or, or one again, him being square up like this is not good. Again, you want that outside foot more splitting than than him being even. And he's even. Now he's even. He knows probably based on film study, which he's one of the few guys who I've seen, by the way, hell of a job chopping the arms. You usually want to see that, that inside step or the, 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 like the pivot step come, come paired with the, like you don't want to step, chop, pivot step. You want to, you want to, you kind of want to be turning into the pivot step and have the pivot step a little bit tighter and quicker, but still good spin. You don't see a lot of guys being able to spin outside. Boom, ice pick. What does that do? Obviously holds Aquano where he is and propels him forward. It's like, again, I always use the analogy of like pushing off a pool when you're going to swim, pushing off anything when you're trying to run. It's, you know, it's a hell of a job with the ice pick works past him. Now, Aquano, what's the problem? Oversetting needs to just one step, run his feet, run his feet, run his feet, but he, he gets outside. Now what happens again, times the punch, double punch. See the problem with the double punch is now both of his hands are defeated with that chop. And they're, and they're brushed off where if he came with the left hand and now the left gets chopped, guess what? Right replaces, you know, one bang, two. And then he could, he could work to the hip, whatever he has to do, recover. But when you're, when you're double punching, you're throwing a lot into that double punch. You're, you're, you're kind of shooting your whole load at one time and you're locking your hips. Boom. Hips locked spun, you know, quarterback steps up, etc. And then of course, Quan is going to continue to play. He didn't just get beat. Okay. Well now screw it. Now he's going to try to, throw his weight on somebody else, but uh, double punching has to, the oversetting is definitely his biggest problem. Aggressive. Okay. Probably for a good reason. Oh, this is a player. I'm not going to show the beat that let's see left tackle right here. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. So just, just quickly before we do anything like with zone steps again, pop up the near shoulder pop up to let the other guy overtake, but um, he kind of, he extends them so much that he's not, the, the inside guy's not really going to overtake. Again, gets into it, hand inside, good leverage, extension, run him, run him, run him, throw him into three, keep pushing him, and now three is backing up, and you're literally seeing him chase guys down the field. Like, watch, just watch him play, just watch him chase him. Extend him, throw him out of the way, now three's there, chase him. Like, sprinting full speed at him, not a jog, nothing. Sprinting. Again, zone, zone step, more of like, it ends up being like a zero step almost. Zone, tighter hands, pop them up. Pop them up, uh, combo, 
extend him outside, take him where he's going, maintain contact, maintain contact. Again, you don't, I don't want to see the overextension, him reaching with that one hand. If that guy was able to shed it, which obviously at this point he's not, so it gives you a little bit more flexibility. But if he was squared up a little bit sketchy, literally throws guys into each other. Like, look, imagine if he, like, you know, I'm like, gives him like both a freaking concussion. Obviously, hopefully not, but like, Jesus, literally just throwing teammates into each other, like, oh my God, please help. <laughs> Throw him. Oh, three backing up. Nope. <laughs> like, I love it. I love, 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 love some of his film. Uh, Allie. Right here. Where is there another crack toss? Yep. Alley blocking. Crack the edge. First threat. Get to him. Hands on. Extension. Oh, another guy on my sight line. Hands on him. Extension. You know, obviously it's a little bit crowded. There's five versus two there, but for Aquano, just watching what he does. Can you see some good movement skills getting to the outside? Um, that's not the best play. There's a play that come up later that you see him running full speed. It's pretty ridiculous, but he blocks two plays on or two players on one on one play. Yeah, you know they 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 rally, they make the tackle, and all that stuff. But Aquano does his job, and of course, of course, <laughs> that's that's a given. Him grabbing a guy, latching him by the chest plate, and just run him down the field. Five plays left. Six plays left. Six plays left. Trap. Again, like knee bend and all that's fine. But hands wide, two-handed punch. Okay. Guy controls his chest. Obviously, he's not taking like a direct angle on a bull rush. It's not going to be, you can see that the angle is not really directly through him. So he's able to, to stand him up. That's fine. You know, in this situation, NFL, you know, you got to watch the double punch thing, obviously. But pops him. Uh, the DN leans into his hands a little bit. Aquanu feels that. Steps back a little bit, pops back. Double chop, traps him. Finish the play, lay on him. Keep him there. Boom, bam. Again, when guys are coming in two hands, if you're able to just pop them up and they pop up, they're going to lean into their hands. Time it. It's all about timing. And you see the quick one, two there. That's, that's, that, that was good. Got to be careful with the outside again with the punch though. Yeah, it's good. Forward lean. He has a little bit of lean to his game. That's not a, I don't think it's a glaring weakness, but he does have a little bit of forward lean. It's on a run play. Yeah. He has some, he had, again, he has some of that. He, this is like part of the over aggressiveness. Like he just wants to get into a guy and absolutely drive him. But you got to get that contact, that clean contact first. I and mean, you're leaning and you have guys in the NFL who are going to be able to time, you know, swipes and, and kind of uh, working laterally. You, you got to be working from better base. So you see him leaning into this. The defensive lineman is able to kind of swipe arm over it and he falls on his face. Got to see him exploding off the ball and, and coming up into again, that, that, that nice little like climb with the arc with, with lean, but with an arc arch back, you know, you, you have to be working at such an angle where yeah, yeah, you are leaning to the guy, but you're not going to be falling on your face. Um, if that contact that you're depending on is not there because of a swiper, whatever it may be. 
So I want to see him bring his feet with him a little bit, explode in up and through him, not kind of lean and, and need that contact. Again, it's going to happen. You know, I'm watching three games. I'm highlighting the best and the worst. I'm not really doing a lot of stuff in the middle. A lot of stuff in the middle was good. Ekka moving. Oh, yeah, this is this is pretty, just watch the movement. Like, I think it's another like, crack toss type deal. Yeah, watch him just moving in the open field. Again, 340. That is one of the hardest collisions I've seen in a while. I was like offensive lineman-wise. That's ridiculous. 45 has absurd balls. The fact that he's trying to dive through Aquano to get to that to get to the running back, look at the look at the force that's generated here. Like I, I know like he's not getting thrown 17 feet, but he's literally diving full momentum. And just that just a shock value, like you can just tell how their bodies rattle when I play this in full speed again. Just just watch um the rattle of this. Hey, look, Joe Bloat's 29th birthday. It's popped on my screen on my screen. I didn't realize that. Not today, tomorrow. But you guys are listening to this weeks later anyway. But yeah, February 4th. Um Okay, moving on. Um, just yeah, watch the speed and then watch the collision. You can see you can see the bodies rattle. Bang! I'm like, oh my god, that is a hard collision. Again, the speed in the open field is great there, and Aquano. Um, obviously, the power right there is ridiculous. The effort, like, I, just I'm gonna play it two more times just just because it deserves it. That is wild. 45 was feeling that for days. Days. Had to have been. He probably broke his rib. Three plays. Beat inside. Okay, I'm assuming overset double punch. Which, again, same problem over, over, over. I, th I think he can fix it. Especially, again, inside. Talk about that. Okay. Now... So the, the the thing you can say is okay. Well, he was you know different plays. Obviously, on an island, it's 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 worse. When you have a slide, you could be you could be the the you could be um, more giving to him. Like, oh well, you know he, he overset outside because he knew I had inside. Okay, if you want to say that, sure. But when it's a consistent problem, um, I'm not going to give him that benefit of the doubt. So overset again starts to open as he punches. Overset. Double punch. What happens when you double punch? Your hand, you know, you're locking your hips out. You're depending upon that completely. Again, if you went outside, inside, it'd be a little bit different. But double punch, you know, uh, club swipe arm over. He's caught by the inside guy, but still similar problem. Moving on. Pancake. Uh, I'm going to do 44, then 43. We're going to end it with a positive. Need to reset. I'm missing his hands. So he's probably going to get contact and just lean into his hands. Yeah. Nothing crazy there. You know, this, the, the set's fine. Again, he's opening. When you're, when, if you're going to open up as he's crossing you, like sometimes you, if you can't get to that angle where you're going to cut him off, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want him to, you know, edge rusher him. You don't want to take a, a straight angle. If he's just going to be able to get around it, sometimes you're going to have to take a straight angle and then open to cut him off. Like you're not always going to be able to just take like 45 degree set and, and cut him off. So sometimes they're too wide, sometimes they're too fast. So it all depends on, on where you kind of are in the rep when you're, depending, when you're deciding to open up. So he opens up as he's going to, um, um, 
uh, as he's kind of like passing him on the arc. Defender tries to chop, but he's able to obviously get his get, uh, the hand grip strength. He's able to grab him. Now the only thing with this is he's trying to run off the arc, but he's he kind of just got to reset here. You know, don't 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 keep trying to run him at this point. Reset and and just hold your ground. You see how he kind of just leans a lot into that hand, leans into the hand, leans into the hand, and he's spinning him. That might be a little bit of a lazy play, to be completely honest. One of the very few I've seen. Rizal, who, you know, I, I beat him, I don't have to worry about it because I think he knows he's getting spun right now. He just reacts a little bit late to it, to be honest. So reset that hand, tiny bit of laziness there, but he's the least lazy player I've ever seen. So if he has one play out of 44, that might be a little bit lazy. Not even like lazy, like he just like kind of a mental lapse. Okay. Last play, positive play, 43 pancake. Okay. Same with the pancake. Uh, tackle. Again, that's the pancake right there. That's the finish. Just appreciate the finish before we before we talk about the actual rep. Obviously, he's right here on a two or I think that's two or seven two. Drive him, drive him, drive him. Plays not over. Drive him, drive him. Lay on top of him. Throw him into the turf. Great. Now again, a little bit of an overset. Just a tiny bit of an overset. Needs needs to get to the point where he's where he's splitting and and run his feet. Overset, okay. But he's able to power step. Power step, hands on, right, right into the uh right into the chest, but it gets swiped a little bit, right back into the chest, and almost like wrenches him from not an ideal position. Ideal, ideal wrench is like, you know, like in in inner inner pecs, um, and then you know, hand on the on the small of the back, straight and here, because he's like overextended a little bit, he didn't beat inside, it's more like shoulder. Shoulder and hip wrench, which it's not an ideal wrench. You want to have elbows tight, you know, more powerful than extended wrench, but he still gets the wrench in right, like right there. Straightens him out, runs him, runs him, runs him, runs him. So not great, but good recovery. You know, power stepping and getting hands on. Runs him, runs him, runs him, runs him. Boom, pancake. Okay. That's after the film. I'm going to read the, uh, the uh, strengths and weaknesses really quick. Um, again, not, not the most organized list I've ever done. I'm trying to run through these. So if I repeat something twice, then I apologize, but it is what it is. Uh, eventually I'll make it all fancy bullet point stuff. Um, so strength, size, power, tough effort, people mover, moves to second level. Well, doesn't get over toes on second level. Okay. Yeah. So that's not one of the weaknesses. Um, length. I don't really think his length is, is, is a, is a plus trait. So I'll delete that one. I can take average length. Uh, plays with good leverage and run game for the most part. Uh, grip strength, anchor, played uh, offensive tackle and some guard. Doesn't chase during zone blocking. Discipline to angles, yes. Attacks hip-on combos, yes. Good vertical movement for for size. Uh, grip strength, did I already say that? Yeah, I already said grip strength, so I'll delete that one. Um, good with backside cuts. I didn't put them in there, but he's very good at at diving through the, the, the thighs or across the thighs. Doesn't dive down, which is nice. Um, Controlled player for the most part. Uh, hand placement. Eh, I'm not, not going to put a hand placement there either. Yeah, hand placement is, is sometimes it's wide. Um, very strong base and core. Doesn't overcommit to blocks. Aware of other threats and stays square for uh, stays square for it. Uh, good at picking up stunts. Understands loose to gain. Good job getting hips around on blocks. Um, active drag hand. Uses overlap technique. Plays with good extension. Strong bridge. Latch and screws. Activize and pass pro. Uh, bully comes off combos with good timing traps guys takes good angles to cut guys off uh, takes good angles on combos to overtake 
Yep. Uh, I could probably put another thing in there too. If I go through again in my head, uh, weaknesses need to play with more balance, um, over sets, over aggressive at points, allowing defenders to slip blocks, uh, a little bit of forward lean, some again, lateral movements, not amazing. It's not terrible or it's not terrible, but it's not, it's not a strength. So it's a slight weakness. Um, hands not on guard and pass row feet can be slightly clunky, heavy, um, needs to widen, uh, outside foot with outside punch shoots two hands too often or all the time um, needs to work off in steps, climb tree when blocking, when driving. No, that's not a, that's not a weakness. Cause he does that too. That, that's why I put, I put question marks after, but watching again, doing with you guys. No, that's not a weakness. I disregard that um, hands can shoot from, from low making punch time slower. Yes. He can stall when he punches. Yes. Needs to alternate punches work to reset hands. So he isn't overextending. Um, could take bigger steps to get into anchor. Yeah. Sometimes he, he inches it back into it. You inch it back into it. You're never really getting that, really strong underneath leverage that you want. So sometimes he, he inches, you, you got to jump into an anchor. Um, punches can land wide, which is why his hand placement wasn't a strength. It's not a massive weakness. Sometimes he, get, he does get them like into the shoulders, but again, sometimes they're going to slip that, uh, can overcommit. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not putting that one cause that's not typical disregard. Um, feet need to stay planted when he, when he punches. Yeah. Sometimes when he punches too, he's like hopping into it. So that's the strength and weaknesses again. Sorry, I don't have to clean this list. I had to delete some and disregard some of it, but it is what it is. We're trying to run through these quick. Um, if there's another, if he's drafted by the Jets, I'll, I'll get a whole list, bullet points, um, and uh, I'll even watch more games and then maybe adjust it slightly. Three games is, is, is most of what I need. But uh, if I see another trait pop up in the next six games, I didn't pop up in the three that I watched, then I'll adjust the list a little bit. That's But that's, that's a pretty firm list on what I think about him. Um, my... Most real realistic option that I want at three is Aquano. Again, I think Fib. I think uh, Hutchinson are going. You know, and after that, I would like Aquano. I'm not a Neil guy. Um, I'm not a Hamilton guy at four. So uh, we'll see what what happens. We have plenty of months to go, though. Um, I appreciate everybody for watching, and uh, I don't know when you're watching this, but I'm sure Thursday, whatever day, is going to be a live stream. Um, again, check out the the, the call in live streams I'm doing now. Um, I think I'm going to do them every week, maybe. I'll try to do them every week. Um, you guys killed it last time. So I appreciate it that a lot. Um, and I'll see you soon.